Hi everyone, my name is Alela Yunis, your host for the Tambua Women in Tech Facet Chat. Uh, it's an amazing time to always be celebrating the women within our networks and beyond for doing remarkable work. And it's always just good to know how they got started, where the journey and how it has been so far. So today we are honored to be having Tabitha uh, from Kenya, and she is going to tell us more about herself. And I'm hoping we are going to be amazed by the her journey and how far she has come. Hi, Tabi. Hi, Alela. How have you been? <laughs> well, it's been a long time. Well, yeah, I've been surviving, I'd say. I mean, given the pandemic, working from home and everything, but we are here, we are alive. We are still breaking barriers. Mm. So, yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah, interesting to be saying uh, breaking the bar barriers and the theme for International Women's Day was actually revolving around uh, breaking the barriers and, you know, progress, not perfection in, within some companies. Uh, so yeah. just to get started, uh, who exactly uh, is Tabitha? You know, majority would ask who is Tabi? All right. Well, Tabitha is me. And okay, what about me? I am currently a community manager at Old School Africa, but I have been one person that is known, or I believe that I, I love being part of um, tech communities. I mean, for me to be where I am today is because of being part of tech communities. And yeah, I feel like I, I'm not doing justice to my introduction if I don't mention uh, communities. And I think Alela can also attest to that. So yeah. Apart from that, I, I graduated with a BSc in computer science at the University of Nairobi. That was last year in 2021. And yeah, so ever since I finished um, school, I, I jumped right into the marketplace and doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Interesting. So you said uh, you're a graduate and you are currently a community manager at Oscar. Uh, would you maybe tell us more about what this Oscar is all about? Well, I said old school Africa. Sorry, maybe I didn't pronounce it well. <laughs> old school. <laughs> oh, old school. Yeah, I had Oscar. Uh, okay, old school. Yeah, yeah, old school. Basically, alternative school. What we are trying to do at old school is try to help people uh, kickstart their careers in tech. I mean, all of us can attest to the fact that there's a high rate of unemployability. I mean, you have people that go to university, they graduate from the university, but when they try looking for jobs, they don't really have the skills that the jobs out there require. So most people are like, okay, what am I going to do with my degree? What can I do? So realize, okay, tech is like one of the easiest, it's not really easy, but I want to believe that tech has little or less requirements. You don't actually have to have a degree in school to actually get into the tech space. As long as you have the right skills, you have the right attitude and the right support, the rather community, then I believe you are well on your way to starting your career in tech. So we said, let's provide an opportunity because we know there are people that actually want to get started. There are people that are always afraid of, um, maybe I need to have skills before so I can start. That's how we started Old School Africa. You actually do not need to have any background in tech or computer science. So we take you through a one year of training and hopefully by the end of the program or the, the end of the school, we believe that you will be in a better place to start your career in tech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Interesting, interesting. This conversation of upskilling people who are interested in technical roles is quite important. And yeah, I'm talking from experience, from somebody who was writing code on a piece of paper uh, while doing my undergraduate. I can only imagine how important it is to have a company that actually provides that training for you before you actually even join the job industry. Um, one of the things you mentioned is that you consider yourself to be where you are uh, because of tech communities. Uh, would you maybe, if you don't mind, tell us about your journey and how it has been so far? Hi, I'll be glad to. Uh, I'd say my journey started when I went to the university, when I was called to the University of Nairobi uh, to pursue a degree in computer science. So in my head, I had this idea. I thought, okay, I'm going to learn about programming, you know, all those I used to think that, you know, being with a computer and doing stuff and it makes you look cool. And I was like, I'm going to be part of them. And I didn't actually doubt myself because I believed if I was called to do this, I know I'll have what it takes to actually scale through. So I really didn't have the fear of, oh, maybe this is a male-dominated um, field or things like that. I just went in and I'm like, let's see, let's, let's see where it will take me. So while in school and while I was thinking that I'm going to learn about, you know, maybe hacking or all those things. I realized there's a lot of mathematics involved, a lot of discrete mathematics, physics. And I'm like, okay, I thought we were really going to get into the deep computer stuff. But yeah, fortunately, uh, one of my, uh, one of the students in, in our university was part of the communities. You know how they come to first year classes and they're like, oh, we have this event that's going on. We'd love to join in your first year, you know, mm -hmm. to get involved. I was like, okay, we'll definitely go. So I, I, it was part in our school. So I went and people were having us. I don't remember. I think first of all, it was a women's, yeah, it was actually a women's session. So that was organized by the Women Tech Makers Nairobi by then. So yeah, I just went there to someone that was speaking from Google and I was like, what? Like, I think the only Google version I knew was the Google that I used to Google stuff. I didn't know that Google like could be a company that has people maybe in different places. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I used to think of Google just like the search engine. I don't really like a company that is actually invested in, you know, community programs and such of the stuff. So it was really actually interesting to hear a search story. And then moving forward, I kept, I kept on going for this particular event, mind you, I didn't, I didn't know anything. I didn't, the first one was good because it was mainly about our women, you know, talking about women, encouraging them and seeing other women that have actually done it before us and encouraging us as first years to, you know, not to be afraid and just get into this events to learn more. And actually through this event, that's what I actually realized. Oh, so this is actually more to what is actually taught in the class. So in class, they will teach me about um, discrete mathematics and all those physics, but then when you actually go to this event, I realized there are actually a lot. And I think this is actually the cool stuff that I was actually hoping in my head. And I was like, okay, so I think for me to actually scale through this particular um, uh, four years of my school, I need to complete, the two of them will have to complement each other. So I think I'm lucky to have had this mindset from the beginning. Yeah, I knew that, okay, apart from my studies in school, I still have to go for this particular event to learn. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I remember time the events uh, like TensorFlow, because I, you will see them talk about TensorFlow. Someone always say, well, TensorFlow is this. And you know how they will do lab sessions and 
they guide you like the first step you're downloading stuff it's, it's interesting i'm downloading i'm like okay yeah it's now the problem comes to when you fall into an error and okay you don't know where to go next okay they were kind enough the facilities has to actually go around and help you but you realize they had to continue with the session so they couldn't just be on your case every other time so i think every time i go to an event and we are doing a, a workshop and we get to that point maybe i don't know what to do next i'll just stop and just say okay let me just send I will not follow through practically, but I'll just have to listen to what is going on. But I think what really uh, stood out for me or what I really liked about myself back then is the fact that I was able to show up, even though I really didn't know these things. Hey, something in me kept telling that with time, you're going to know them, you're going to understand, you're going to be like these people that are actually um, uh, facilitating this session. So when I actually realized that, oh, okay, maybe I don't really understand these things, maybe how can I make myself useful so I just don't end up sitting and following through things that I don't understand. I said, okay, how can I help? So I reached out to one of the organizers of the event at our school and said, okay, maybe I can help with registration and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I started volunteering like from way back. So they're like, okay, yeah, you can actually help. You know, there's meetup, people used to register there. So when, when someone comes into the, the venue, you can just try and tick off their name. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I was actually glad that I was getting uh, something to do and that was making something meaningful for me rather. And so, with time, I got used to it. Every time there was an event, I'm like, okay, how can I help? I do so with I actually didn't know that the club, the developer students club by then, I didn't know it was part of Google. I thought it is one of those university clubs in school, you know, like tech club, tech society club, computer science club in school. I was amazed to know that, oh, okay, this is a Google. Google community and they said, oh, these applications happen per year. I didn't know that, oh, uh, the applications to be made, people actually applied to be, you know, lead. Like, I think for a first year, all these things are kind of confusing because I'm like, oh, okay, so there's a way that Google partners, like they're not directly partnering with the university, but there's a way they find a way to get um, access to the communities or the clubs in school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, interesting. And then, so the lead back then was, they were telling me, oh yeah, you can actually um, apply. And I'm like, uh, okay. uh, I don't know, I'm sure you know Marcy. I think Marcy is like the person that actually introduced me to this event. And every time I used to help her out uh, in the events, he said, yeah, you know, Tabi, you can actually apply. When Once we are gone, nobody else is going to be left to actually organize this event. I was like, oh, okay. But I was a little bit scared. I was like, I'm still young. I think I was in my second year by then. I really do not know much. So I'm like, um, I, I don't know. They said, you don't really have to have um, solid technical skills as long as you have the passion for the community to help out and organize the event and I think you're good to go. So I said, okay, let me just give it a shot. I applied, I, did, I don't think there were aces there during my application, but whatever they required, I did. And luckily I got in and I was a Google developer student that bleed. And that's how I continued with my, uh, my journey of volunteering and helping people in sex. So one thing I actually liked about it is the fact that even though I didn't have like 100% technical skills, I was able to organize events and also learn together with my community. So I, I couldn't organize like some of the technical sessions. I could, uh, rather, I couldn't um, facilitate the technical sessions, but I will bring uh, speakers from, you know, different fields and have them come over to my school and, you know, share the knowledge with us and all of us will gain. And I think, I just love the whole journey. And I think being a Google Developer Student Club lead is actually, uh, how, how would I say a whole acknowledgement or it gives recognition. I mean, people start knowing you and you get access. And I think through that, I was able to get exposed into the community out there. 
I started, I said, I started learning about, oh, we have GDG now. We have people that go for events on a city level. We have dif different events that I started going for this event. Still, some of the, some of the events, I didn't know what they were talking about. Well, I'm still sure. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is actually an interesting life outside school that I actually found for myself. And I got to meet people in tech, people that are learning things. And that's why my mind opened up and I learned, oh, we have different programming languages. We have this and you need to learn. They're not going to teach you in class. You need to learn them on their own. And I was like, okay, this is a little bit interesting. And I started, you know, my curiosity kicked in and I started learning on my own, as well as, you know, complementing what I was uh, learning in class. And I think, yeah, like from there, from being a, a Google developer student that I did, I moved on to helping out with GDG as well. So I'm still volunteering. I mean, I really like the idea of being part of a community, part of um, volunteering on helping us. I would go for different events. I used to be in Kamilimu. I, I would go for events, we volunteer there, just helping out. And as I continued to do these things, I continued uh, getting exposed and yeah, and I think when you do things, and I, I remember I once had a conversation with Alena and she told me, just keep doing what you're doing, yeah? Like, whatever, whatever you're doing for the community, just do it. You don't know who is watching. You don't know who is actually looking at what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, so I, 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 I purpose and told myself that I'll always show up. I'm not forcing myself to do something. If it's something I'm already passionate about, then I'll just continue uh, going on. And yeah, and true to that, I remember. So how, do I, how did I actually get into where I am now? I, when I was still finishing school, we had to do an internship. And um, one of um, my, my boss now, that is Adewale, was in Nairobi. And he saw me and, you know, we just talked. And I told him, yeah, I'm almost finishing school. And this is what I'm doing. And he said, oh, OK. I see. is it something that you like? I told him, ah, I think that my major goal is to be the devil's patient or things to do with the community. Though I know sometimes you have to start off from somewhere. That is why you see me. I was, I was actually doing my projects by then. He said, okay, interesting. You know, you just listen to what I was saying. I'm like, okay. So when he went back to Nigeria, he reached out to me and said, I think I'm not sure yet what position I'm going to offer you in my company, but I feel like you should be part of this, yeah. So uh, it actually was a good time for me because it was just the same time I was looking for an internship. So I just joined in, in the company as an intern in the company to get experience as well as uh, serving my attachment period in my school. So like, killing two birds with one stone and yeah once I finished uh <laughs> yeah I graduated I mean I passed I graduated uh, from there so once I finished because I know uh, the school is like okay you know the school attachment period is like three months and after that you're left to start looking for a job but luckily for me because I had already accepted I think when you reached out to me and I was like I wasn't really sure why you are reaching out to me I'm not really sure what you think I can do but he told me I'm not really looking at what you have done before I'm looking at the potential I'm saying and what I believe you can do. And I think we started off, he heard about me, he was told about me and he was told, oh, she's actually involved in communities in Kenya, you know, and it's like with the first, the first idea that came to me, maybe you could help us, you know, be like a contact person in Kenya as well. And we just continued to figure out things. Yeah, and I was like, okay. At first I was afraid, I was like, why me? I mean, I barely finished school. What exactly do I have? You know, I was a little bit scared. You know, this thing actually happens when an opportunity comes. You're always afraid. You're like, I don't think I can. But I said, let me just go for it. So you don't have to worry. If you feel like you don't really have experience, you can just start by um, getting the experience. And I started doing, I was doing technical recruiting. Yeah. Because during my internship period, I was doing, you know, recruiting stuff. Yeah, I know it's it's it sounds it sounds strange, but yeah, I was doing recruiting. I didn't I didn't know that I would ever land 
uh, uh, that place, but I did. So I was like, okay, you're here. And I know you, I believe that you have what it, I, I was telling myself, I believe I have what it takes to actually still do this field. I know it's a new journey. And I said, one thing I always told myself, I always opened up myself to knowing that uh, if this is my goal, I know before I get, I reach to my goal, there has to be, you know, detours here and there. There are things or places that, or places that I have to go through before I actually reach my goal. And I was open to welcoming them. And so if recruiting was one of them, I'm like, okay, no problems. I, I went in, you know, did my best at the time. A community manager role opened up in the company because the company was now expanding to other things. And they're like, okay, they're like, oh yeah, we know Tabi has been a community person. You know, mm -hmm. she's she's quite passionate about it. And they actually, would you like to switch? And I was like, absolutely. I mean, it's like God was actually opening up for me. Like, this is what I was here for. But I just had to do something else first before I get to it. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And that's how I actually got into community manager. And as you can see, it's because of. I've been part of committees before, part of um, the committees in school and also in our region that is Nairobi. And because of my experience and what I've been doing and what people are saying about me and my experience actually got me here. I didn't have to apply for the job to get. So like, I think I'll just have to do a high five to Alena, like keep doing what you do. You never know who is watching us. Yeah, so that's how I am or who I am today. Wow. Um, I, I like how you are so passionate about your whole journey and how you're saying it from just, you know, being a volunteer. And I guess a lot of people always say, why should I volunteer? I'm not getting paid. But from how you're talking about it, you put yourself out there. You did not just say, um, I'm not going to do this if I'm not getting paid. Uh, let me ask you something. When it comes to being a volunteer, you know, a lot of your journey before actually now getting into this permanent role with art school was more or less on a volunteer basis. What was that thing that, give, that gives you the drive? You know, like you wake up every day and you're like, I'm going to do this. Whether, as you say, they're my favorite quote is do it, whether somebody's watching or not. But how did you just manage to wake up and say, you know what, today, me as Tabitha, I am going to host an event or I'm going to lead a session. I remember from one of our conversations during Valentine's in 2019, I asked you to come lead a code jam, something that you had never done. And you're like, sure. So like, what is it that makes you uh, do this? Like wake up and say, today, this is my plan. Okay, I, I think it all comes from a place of passion and maybe love for what you, you like. And maybe before I knew it, I, I had love for community way back. And it's this quote that I like, um, when you are committed to something, the vision pulls you. So you don't, some, nobody has to push you around to do things like you, the vision, when you actually think about it, and I feel like maybe, uh, maybe at a younger age, I'm still young, maybe I used to think of the goal, okay, this is what I want to do. Maybe I want to be like Alela, I want to be like, no, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just giving an example, yeah. So, and I'm like, okay, I want to be like so-and-so. So that, and I think, I think at, at this particular point, I will talk about um, role models or people that you actually look up to. Because even in the journey of the community, I mean, the fact that I was part, I was a Google developer student company that was exposed to, you know, Googlers like Alela, Awal, and Yedi, and you will see, see them and they're like, okay, this is actually what I said I want to do. And I'm like, I want to be like them. And what exactly are they doing? And I know like part of communities volunteering sometimes, it's not easy, you know, easy to wake up and decide to organize an event and maybe you find that it's only one person that came or two people that came. It's not easy. It's not easy to actually organize such event. It has to, it has to be, and I think everything is just coming from a place of passion. Like this is what I like, this is what I enjoy. I know even when I was doing my course in computer science, some people actually, even till now, I know people look at, look to me and they're like, hey, programmer, and I'm like, I was telling, 
I don't think, yes, I know I, I learned this and I know I can code, but I feel like this is not it for me. It does not tick off for me. I think from the, from the start, I always had a passion for community. And that's why I said, okay, for me to actually, because I know it's not like something that I was there before. I think the whole community uh, started just getting traction in these recent years and people actually embracing more of community uh, programs and such. And I was like, okay, one of the best ways to actually get in is to volunteer. And I'm sure maybe in one of our conversations we talked about it, you know, you have to, you know, help out to where you can. And I always felt like I wanted to help people. Maybe I don't, I may not really have like 100% skills, but I feel like if I help all of us are on the same journey, then we are on our way to a greater good. So I'd say, I'm just, I just love it. It doesn't, it doesn't happen to everybody. So I'd say passion that, you know, drives me and inspires me to do this. And, I like interacting with people. So I'd say, give that up an extroverted person. I like being out there. I don't want to be uh, alone. You know, I'm not saying coding is bad. I'm just saying for me, I prefer, <laughs> I prefer engaging oh, yeah. with people. Conversations. Yeah, I prefer engaging with people and getting them into actually tech and learn how to code, yeah, as we continue. Because someone has to spread the gospel. Yeah? And I think the volunteering goes a long way in doing that. So yeah, same question. Yeah. And from computer science, which is, I, I guess, still a, I would say it's still a male-dominated field. Uh, as somebody who has been in that space and is still in that particular space, uh, what are some of the challenges that you see you have faced and how have you tackled them? Um, challenges. Uh, well, of course, uh, okay, I don't know if it's such, this does not directly like affect it, but I know, like you said, it's a male-dominated field, so there are few, females in as much as we might want to have like a 50 tt representation but you always find i think in my class we were like 15 or so mm -hmm. and then so maybe that class of 50 15 are ladies so the rest are men and you're like okay and sometimes to give you a sense of you know you feel like i'm actually doing something you know great but i feel like in as much as you know we have people actually out there doing some of this um uh how do you call them some of these courses that are male dominated uh, there are people that are also afraid. They, they get this notion because there are so many males doing it. You feel like maybe it's because it's hard, you cannot do it. And that is why it needs, people feel like you need extra force or you need extra things to actually uh, scale through. But I, I think all of us are equal. Like if, 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 if you are like, if you're a male and you can be about computer architecture, like if you are a male, I'm a female, and all of us are given the same information. I, I believe that all of us can grasp the information and it's an exam, we can always ace it. So I'd say we have, all of us like have equal opportunities. There's no need for you to feel like, oh, because this is a male dominated course, I cannot do it. As long as there's, the, the information is there and you have the skills or you are open to learning the skills, then you are able to do it. But I feel like most people still need um, encouragement. We still have young people that we actually need to, you know, Remind them often that, okay, this is something that I can always, uh, you can do it. You don't actually, you don't have to have extra or superpowers to actually do computer science. It's just like a normal course. And all of you, like in the, in the class setting, no one is, no one is put as special than the other. All of you are, have the same teacher. And if this person can actually understand, then you also can understand. So there was that. We always had to, you don't, you don't have to look like, you, I think even personally, and even, even if I didn't realize it, but I know, I always didn't want to disappoint. I was, I wanted, I, I was striving to make sure that, okay, this, this is a male dominated field, but I was called to do it and I, I can do it. Even though um, 
it's it's some things are hard maybe i don't understand i don't want to give in to the fact that i don't know so how did i actually solve that so maybe in cases where i don't understand something or something is difficult i mean there are always people that are always willing to help and i say tech is a space where people are always you know free and all that so I'll just find someone in the class to help me with something and before you know it like you understand sometimes you understand something when uh, a peer explains it to you compared to when a teacher explains it to you so one of the ways I actually able to not feel like I can't do this because I can't understand this or give in to the pressure of, oh, no, you can't do it. Yeah, it's the fact that I was able to ask for help. Or if you don't understand something, ask for help. I know ask for help is something that most, not most people are open to always asking for help. You don't want to look weak, but I think it makes you strong because at the end of the day, all of you are going to be in. So, yeah, and I know there's also the whole notion of, ah, Maybe when I when I give a response, maybe when a teacher is asking a question in class, and when I give a response, the teacher, the lecturer is more likely not to. I don't know. The stuff that made it look like the guy's response is more, you know, concrete and more solid than your own. I mean, it's it goes to say the lecturers actually made it obvious that they prefer, you know, the males compared to the females. Yeah, but I think one thing I liked about um my class and maybe the people, in my, the ladies in my class, the fact that we. We were able to, you know, how how like I don't want to say stand out. We 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 made sure we excelled. So most of the things women, will, the ladies will be the one passing. Like if it's special, will be passing. If it's the whole community, I think most of the class in my school actually led by by females. Like we are always out there to show that this thing all of us can actually um do it. I know there are so many challenges out there, but I'm 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 glad to say that I was not really able to experience some of them directly as such because mm -hmm. you know things are changing and there's more advocacy for you know equal equal resources equal rights that if a guy can do this i can also do it i know like before it was not there but now there's more advocacy on it and i think it's really helping us to you know be proud of what we are doing and actually you know do whatever it takes to actually excel in this particular um, field. yeah i like your insights ah wow so some of the things I think I've got at is you had a very great support system within your journey. I, I like the fact that your boss gave you a chance, your current manager gave you a chance at a role with zero experience, you know, like, yes, you have a community experience, but some people say, oh, we want somebody who has four to five years of work experience, but here you are straight out of college. Um, I remember when we gave you a shout out last year, you were still a student, you know, and so here you are talking about all the amazing work you're doing with art school. Uh, and I guess this is just to ask you, uh, what is it that you would tell somebody, a fresh graduate, who's, you know, trying to figure out which path could they take, uh, what else would work for them and things like that. Like, do you have any words of wisdom from your points? Well, there are really words of wisdom, but I feel like the best thing for anyone to do right now, especially if you're talking about graduates in this particular case, then you don't have to rely on the knowledge that you have from school. Just find out what are what is going on outside there, what is going on in the if it's in tech, what skill, what uh, what jobs are out there, what are the trends in the marketplace, what skills do I need? And I like the fact that the internet is available, like anything you need, any resources, they're always out there. We have communities if you need resources that you can always um, reach out to and learn. So just get the skills. I mean, with this whole pandemic going on, people are mostly talking about upskilling and you know getting skills from anywhere. So just just go ahead and learn. don't be afraid to learn. Just accept first that you don't know something. And then when you realize that you don't, when you accept that, oh, I don't know this, 
But then what do I do? Will I just sit down and say, oh, I don't know. Let me just wait for what my degree can offer me. Just, okay, I don't know this. So this maybe most people are taking up product management or most people are talking about software engineering. So what exactly can I do to become a software engineer? Do I need certain skills? And when you find out what these skills are, then you go ahead and learn them. You can always Google them. There are always resources online. Or if possible, find someone that's already doing it, reach out to them. It could be on LinkedIn, WhatsApp, anywhere. Just reach out to the person and maybe ask for help. No, how can I navigate this particular field? Or most, I would, I would say, I mean, I cannot finish without saying community. I mean, there are communities there. There are people that always come together with a particular interest in what you're doing. Just find the right communities for you to join. And I'm sure you'll get a support system you need to get to where you are. So just show up, even though you don't know, even if you're not 100%, just show up for these particular things and get it done, get the skills that you need and see yourself move from, you know, zero to hero. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Tabi. Um, I guess personally, I've learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> I know I always say it's always good to hear from another person's perspective. You just get to know how exactly they got to where they are, uh, some of the challenges that they ha you have mentioned, and some of the even experiences and how you feel people and also part of what you did as a volunteer have also helped you grow in your career. I guess it's just to say you, you have like so much to achieve. Uh, you have achieved a lot but you're such a remarkable woman and still have so much to achieve. Thanks so much for creating time to join us for this very, very short, um, you know, fast chat. It was really good to learn more about you and yeah. Yes, tell us. Given that we are still in the table of women, shout out, I feel like I should uh, send a shout out to you. I mean, because of people like you, women like you that were able to trail how do they call it? A trailblazer, right? So you're a, a trailblazer, right? So we were able to, when, we were, when, when I say growing up, when we we're growing up in this particular tech field, the fact that we could have people like you to look up to, people like you advising us on how to do, what to do to actually get to places of you are, it actually played a big role in encouraging us to know, okay, if, if Alela could do it, then I think I can do it. So I think a big shout out to you for being the amazing woman you are and i'm sure you will see more people that you have mentored more people that you have met or, or know you i know i saw you first in my school and I, when i saw you doing all those hard work and i was like wow like who is this lady how is she doing all these things and i, I think from there you know started conversing and we met each other in the community space and i'm like yeah thank thank you so much for being an inspiration thank you thank you so much toby and it was really good 